When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, SFFEI listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams. I'm recording on March 10th. And today I am talking about speculative migration. But before I get to uh, my picks, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor today, which is Oni Lionforge Publishing Group and Rogue Planet by Cullen Bunn. The salvage vessel Cortez tracks the lonely orphan, a planet with no star system to call its own. Somewhere on this hostile rock is a payload fit for a king. To attain it, though, the crew of the Cortez must brave razor rock, poisonous vapors, and the most mind-numbing horrors imaginable. Stranded on a vicious, murderous, seemingly intelligent planet, the crew must reevaluate what it truly means to survive and what they are willing to do in order to spare their own lives. Rogue Planet is a twisting descent into cosmic horror from an all-star creative team, Cullen Bunn, Andy McDonald, and Nick Filardi. So if you're looking for something that is strangely in theme with what I'm talking about today, uh, you should definitely check out Rogue Planet, which is in stores everywhere now from the Oni Lionforge Publishing Group. Thanks for sponsoring today's episode. So I wanted to talk about, I was, of course, thinking about all of the places I could be and cannot be right now. And I was thinking about travelers in speculative fiction and not just travelers, but people who or characters rather who stick around in a place who find themselves in an unusual or new destination that is strange in the ways that fantasy and science fiction can be and who make lives for themselves in this new destination. And one of the stories I thought about when I was thinking about speculative migration is Midnight Robber by Nalo Hopkinson. And in Midnight Robber, a couple of characters, Tantan, who's our protagonist, and her father end up in a sort of mirror planet. So they start out in Toussaint, which is a Caribbean colonized planet. And in Toussaint, there are all sorts of like, it's not like our usual world. This isn't a story of 
you know, characters coming from our reality and entering something completely unusual. This is a story of two very unusual places. So Toussaint has a futuristic element. It is a futuristic world that's monitored by an entity called Granny Nanny, which is a great name, by the way. And Granny Nanny is this AI and central database for all of Toussaint's personal AI. And there's a system where criminals are sent off to another place altogether. So there's the legend of this place called New Halfway Tree, this mirror dimension, which is a known and accessible place, but someplace that people who don't end up in New Halfway Tree, people who are not, you know, excommunicated or removed from Toussaint, never see. So this is a place where people who have been charged with committing a crime end up and Tantan and her father end up in this place and Tantan is a child when she ends up in New Halfway Tree and so for her it's this huge like um, learning experience of getting to know the people of New Halfway Tree and it's not just the people from Toussaint it's not just people and beings Tantan is familiar with who are in New Halfway Tree. There are the indigenous um, beings of New Halfway Tree as well. So Tantan has to reacclimate to a completely new life, um, a completely new community, and build new relationships. And she does not have the easiest time, I think, in a lot of these stories where characters end up in very different places, especially in speculative fiction. It becomes sort of exploratory territory, not just in terms of where they are physically, but in terms of, you know, internal exploration. And for Tantan, there's like this whole world of exploration, personal exploration she does that is spurred in some part by trauma. For instance, the reason she ends up in New Halfway Tree is not a a positive reason. It's not for, it's already a place where that has a lot of um, associations with negativity. And for Tantan, it was a very jarring traumatic event that led her to New Halfway Tree. And once she's there, it's not like her troubles end. She has to go through um, a lot of challenges and a lot of hurdles, and she does not have a great relationship with her father. And so it's, it's a story where she goes from leading a pretty comfortable, protected, and privileged life uh, where things like manual labor are a novelty to living among people who are very much unlike her um, so she sees them before she arrives in New Halfway Tree. So it's a it's a big journey. It's a journey um, in terms of where she ends up and also a sort of buildings Roman type journey as well. So the other story I was thinking about, and it's kind of 
It's kind of unfortunate, but also it makes sense that both of the speculative migration stories I thought about were really unpleasant journeys. It was not intentional, but the second book I thought about was The Sparrow, and this one's by Mary Doria Russell. This is um, a science fiction book where the characters do end up moving from a world that is very much our own, the familiar world and reality we live in, and they end up on a completely different planet, and they end up having to sort of make lives there. Not even sort of, they do. Um, So in this story that follows a Jesuit um, priest who is from Puerto Rico, Father Sandoz, who's a Puerto Rican linguist. And so Sandoz grows up in San Juan and he ends up joining the Jesuits and then goes on these uh, travels as a Jesuit missionary. And then this big journey he takes as a Jesuit missionary is to this other planet in the story the scientists discover life on another planet, Rakat, and as part of his work, uh, Father Santos and a very diverse group of characters who become his friends and sort of found family travel to Rakat, and they have to get familiarized with this place that, you know, promises some really beautiful experiences alongside some really, really nightmarish scenarios. And this was actually quite a difficult book to read. Both of these books, by the way, come with trigger warnings for sexual assault. So do know that going into both of these and it's a a really tough read, but it's also a beautiful read in terms of Rakat, in terms of this place that these scientists and linguists and technicians all travel to. Um, it's like one of those alien stories of it's a first contact story as well as an actual interstellar travel story where there are some really amazing sights and sounds and experiences in a way that is wondrous in terms of like discovering something completely new and something you didn't ever expect to find, which is one of my favorite things about reading, honestly, uh, like first contact stories and stories about people, IRL, like people from our reality traveling to different worlds. So it has that sense of wonder when these characters go to this planet And you learn about the ways they settle down and figure out how to live among the people of Rakat and how to kind of figure out what their problems and challenges are 
and what is also beautiful about their cultures and communities and their entire world. I just thought this was, that was like one of my favorite parts of the book before it got to all the nightmarish stuff was just like exploring Rakat. So in that way, it can be a bit of an escapist story, but also, again, a pretty brutal tale overall. That's all I'm going to say about that. So again, um, that was The Sparrow by Mary Doria Russell. And before that, I was talking about Midnight Robber by Nalo Hopkinson. Two really great stories of speculative migration, two really hard tales. But um, if you've been feeling like you want to travel to other destinations, those might be two good picks for you. And that's it. SFF Yeah is sound edited by D.R. Baker. Many thanks to them for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us as usual at sffyeah at bookriot.com. And if you have a sec, please review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us and we love to hear from you. You can find me online at Instagram. I'm at Williams. That's S-Z-A-I-N-A-B. Williams, and I'll talk to you next time.